1: And until we um, clean up our core, our city, our city streets, uh, we'll never be okay. We just can't and won't be okay. And downtown Pittsburgh is in a very unusual place. Have you been? Anyone? Dramatically different than it was uh, pre-pandemic. And I guess we could say that of uh, many American cities, I guess, but... This is our city, and it's uh, it's bad, man. Have you been? Man. There's no one there. I mean, most estimates say 20% of people have returned. 20%. And, and check this out. The mayor has told police that they cannot arrest folks who are uh, homeless for, for breaking the law, by the way. They can't. Uh, they can't. Arrest folks uh, for urinating, <clears throat> defecating. I have a dozen videos of folks on the sidewalks overdosed on drugs, and they can't do anything but call an ambulance, which is fine. Great. We've got to have compassion. But I have friends that are female that are afraid now to work downtown and certainly more afraid to live downtown. I don't hear any plan I know there's no leadership. There's no nothing. And there's a couple guys out there that just scream into the wind every single night. Every single night. About this disaster that downtown has become. One of those people is my man, Max, who has a Facebook page. That sounds like Pittsburgh with an S Okay, Pittsburgh with an S. And as grotesque as this sounds, he exposes the filth downtown by uploading videos of folks urinating and defecating in alleyways in open public, right out in the open during broad daylight. He sent me a picture this morning that's um, bizarrely unsettling, and I posted it. I'm gonna get Marty Page, and you have to see it to actually believe it. It is uh, kind of underlines the major issue. My man Max, how are you? Hey Marty, what's up, brother? It never ends, <clears throat> does it, sir?
2: No. Uh, in that picture I sent you today, um, just so people know what it is, it's a picture of a man urinating on, not in, on a portage on because it's locked and he can't use it.
1: This is the truth. It's actually kind of Weird. The, the first thing I said to you, my man Max, why is this happening? And so then you zoomed in and showed me that the Portageon is actually locked, right?
2: Right. And um, you know, getting back to the conversation we had last week, um, there was a film crew that shot there, and they had the Portageons dropped off. It was actually last Thursday. Right. Um, I looked at the video, and five o'clock p.m. on Thursday a person came and cut the zip ties off of the padlocks. Those those unbeknownst to me, they were intended for the film crews. Those weren't put there by the city.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, after five o'clock, I I watched the video for two days. I, I in my estimate in the four days that those Porta Johns were unlocked, they were probably visited no less than three to four hundred times by the citizens of Pittsburgh. We're not just talking homeless people. Right. These are I saw a, a mom and a dad with children that the children went in the Porta Johns. Everybody took a turn um, there were there were still a handful of people that chose not to use the porta johns, um, even though they were unlocked and, and unoccupied. I still can't wrap my head around that, but you're going to have that. Um, but for the most part, given the opportunity with porta in the alley, people will choose the portajon over public urination or defecation.
1: Hey, hey man, but at the end yep. of the day, what they did was. So all these folks are using them and they really put them in there for the movie crew. But what I can't understand is why they came in and locked them up again. Like, like, why did they do that?
2: Yeah. You know, I I can't speak to that, Marty. Um, You know, that's they paid for them.
1: Yeah.
2: And, you know, they wanted it for their private, um, you know, employees use, um, you know, and it's unfortunate. I did see, you know, for the most part, people were respectful and went in there and, you know, did whatever they had to do and then they left. But there were a few homeless people that went in there and, you know, they used them as changing rooms and they left behind their old soiled clothes or whatever. And I did see on video where people didn't use one urinal or a portage on because, you know, it was junked up. So somebody came along after and pulled out like a look like a pair of dirty pants or shirt or whatever. So you're, you're going to have some of that, but the, to remedy that, you know, they need to be serviced on, you know, regular interval by either, I, d- I don't know who would do that. If it would be the Mr. John people or the downtown partnership, but somebody needs to visit these on a regular basis and make sure that they're not being abused and, and that people do have a clean place where they can, um, you know, take care of business while they're downtown because hey, there hey, are Max. no public
1: restrooms available. Max, I- there's actually an irony here, and my boy Billy points this out. So the city is spending $16 million to put in soft lighting so we can better see the stars. And they're paying to train people to put that lighting up. $16 million. They find that more relevant and pertinent than hundreds of people defecating and urinating in the streets. Doesn't that kind of drive this home to you, that there's really no one that gives a damn about what you're talking about, but they care about the yeah, soft lighting in for, the night sky.
2: For, for two years, um, you know, as you said, I've been screaming into the wind. Uh, and, you know, nobody, nobody cares, Marty. You're absolutely right. Nobody cares. Um, I sent you also three pictures. A friend of mine went to Chicago to visit um, their son who just moved there. And they were blown away at how clean. And in, in a big city like Chicago, what you hear, you know, we hear bad stuff all the time. People getting shot, blah blah blah. But you would think, you know, their alleys would look just as bad, if not worse, than ours. But their alleys were spotless. Yeah, it's a different you could environment. Even the Yeah, alleys. it's a
1: different environment. Yeah, I've been. Actually, mind-boggling. And what's amazing, Max, is that you're portrayed and characterized as some annoying lunatic because you want. <laughs> people to stop defecating and urinating in the alleyways right
2: yeah I, I take no joy in what i do um right
1: no joy at all you know it's
2: not a fetish or any any anything right. thing like that it's just i see people walking down the alleys with their blinders on and nobody nobody looks nobody cares and i'm just putting it out there front and center so you can't ignore it
1: hey hey, hey speaking I, of ignore you know, how paid, many times have you called the mayor's office and asked for help on this how many
2: uh probably no less than five. Wow. And um, you know, one time I told you I got a call back from uh I believe it was Laura Dragovsky. I don't know if she's the mayor's assistant or what her position is there. But I did get a call back and unfortunately I didn't answer the phone. The voicemail um she indicated that, you know, we could put portagons out, but the city would need to know what my sources of funding were in order to make that happen. So the city has no interest in spending tax dollars to put uh out, but they'll be happy to do it, I guess, if, if it's privately funded.
1: It's frightening. Max, thank you, man, for speaking the truth.
2: You got it, Marty.
1: We get it. Attention spans just aren't
0: what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day.